Hello, welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is Danielle Elinas uh, bringing you an insight of the day. I hope that you're doing well today. And um, if you're not, I hope that this word that I bring to you will um, be encouraging to you and that you'll be able to move forward with expectancy. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you about um, an angel, actually, that I have walked with for many years. Um, In fact, I didn't even realize it was an angel for quite a long time. Uh, But uh, when I learned of this angel being around my life, I began to look back and realize that there were things that had happened in my life um, where this angel was present. I'm going to start by reading the scripture, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. This scripture has really been a um, pillar for me in my walk with Yahweh. And I've meditated on this scripture and, um, just used it in my life so many times. And so the scripture is, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, I'm going to give you the very earliest example, at least in my walk with Yahweh, that I remember this angel being around my life in such a great way. Um... I was planning to take a flight with my friend to Tennessee, and we were planning on leaving in the morning, a mid-morning flight, and arriving mid-afternoon. And when we got to the airport, we found out that our flight had been delayed, and it was delayed due to weather, so as soon as the weather cleared up, we were going to be able to get on the plane. Well, the weather unexpectedly did not clear up. It wasn't a winter storm. In fact, the uh, it was spring, summer weather, and it ended up uh, just being really rainy and windy. And so my friend and I ended up at the airport for quite a while, and we were... Um, able to board the plane and so hopeful that we were going to be able to finally fly. Um, The time was past when we normally would have landed in our destination. So we were really anxious to get to our friends whom we were visiting and we were only going for a long weekend. So we really were wanting to get down to see them. Well, we boarded the plane and we sat down and got all ready for takeoff. And then we ended up sitting on the plane for three hours before we took off. And I ended up sitting next to a woman who was also flying south Um, She was heading to where she had grown up because 
her friends and family were having a bridal shower for her. And so she was very anxious sitting next to me because the shower was going to be the next day and they had had plans for dinner that evening. And I remember being disappointed that we couldn't fly, but at the same time, we had just begun to explore the kingdom of heaven in our lives. And I knew that God's plans for me were good and that no matter what was happening, no matter how inconvenient it was, God had a plan and it was a good one. Again, Jeremiah Jeremiah 29, 11, and I decided to choose to look for uh, that plan around me, even though circumstances were not what I expected them to be. And so I just began a conversation with this young woman and encouraging her and, and just sharing with her that even though things were a little different than she expected them to be, that I believed that God had a plan and that things were going to turn out even better than she had first anticipated. And we we spoke for the whole three hours. We had such a great conversation. I was able to encourage her. And we, we finally flew to um, Washington, D.C., which is the capital of the United States. Um, and we said our goodbyes once we got to the airport and she thanked me because she just felt like um at the beginning of that day um till the time that she got on the plane she just was so worried and anxious and that she left feeling so empowered and excited for what uh lied ahead And so when we arrived at the airport in Washington, D.C., we actually arrived too late to get our new connection flight um, because in Washington, D.C., they don't allow flight after a certain time at night because that is where the White House, where the president lives. And so they have a no-fly zone um, from a time late in the night until early in the morning. And so we weren't even going to be able to catch our plane to get to our friends. And there were no hotels in the airport available because the weather had messed up kind of everyone's travel plans. And so we ended up having to stay at the airport and just sit on chairs until we could find a flight the next morning. But again, I was just exercising kind of this newfound revelation of the kingdom and my faith and knowing that God had good plans, regardless of what this looked like, it was good. And so we ended up standing in line to get our luggage. And I noticed a tall, very tall man um, who just looked very distinguished. And I said to my friend at the time, I don't know who that is, but that looks like somebody famous or um, maybe an athlete. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I just, I bet you that that person is somebody famous. And so sure enough, my friend is one of these people who will walk up to anybody and just start talking to them. And so she did, she went up to this guy and he ended up being 
a pitcher for uh, an American baseball team. And he was on his way to actually like a recovery camp because he had been injured and um, he had to to um, step out of like the major leagues in order for to heal. But we ended up talking with him that night and encouraging him and also just sharing with him that, you know, we know that it seems like this is a really like bad time for you and, and your opportunities, you know, have things have changed, but there are s- such good plans for you up ahead and, and who knows what could happen. And we were sharing this with him and just really encouraged him. And by the end of the evening, he ended up get, um, telling my friend because she was a huge fan of the Boston Red Sox, one of the teams in the United States, that he would send her tickets to a game that they were playing against the Boston Red Sox. So they exchanged um, information and we went on our way. Um, So I want you to notice here that there are some, from the beginning of my story, very unexpected um, things that are happening along the way we're still not at our friends. It's been 12 hours since we left our airport and we have to stay the night. It's going to be 24 hours before we get on a plane again. And so, um, but at the same time, God is connecting us with people that need encouragement. And so we end up getting a flight, our next flight. And I end up sitting, my friend and I weren't sitting together because we were flying on on special tickets. And so um, we didn't end up sitting next to each other. So we were sitting next to different random people. I end up sitting next to this businessman and talking to him the whole time. Um, He was asking me questions about um, tragedy and trauma. And at that time, there was a lot of um, things happening in the world regarding terrorism and and that kind of thing and it was it was a little more new for us here in the United States and so I ended up getting to talk with him and just releasing peace in his life and it it was really cool and he thanked me and he was just one of those guys that it would been unexpected that he would have an open heart but I ended up on this flight with him and so finally, it, believe it or not, it took us four flights to get to our destination. It only should have taken two, and it only should have taken a few hours. But we ended up on this unexpected journey four flights later. So our last flight <laughs> is finally going to take place. And I end up sitting down next to this um, elderly woman, and she... Um, she mentions to me that her husband is sitting a few rows up and that they are sitting apart from each other. And she felt anxious about that. And I said, oh, well, uh, he can sit in my seat and I'll switch with him. And so I did. I, I went up to him and sure enough, he wanted to switch with me. So I ended up sitting next to this other man and noticed that he had a Bible sitting on his lap. And I thought, oh, well, who do you have for me now? I've met three amazing people that needed encouragement that I was able to, you know, just encourage and and bring your word to and and 
Um, who do you have for me this time? And so I sat down and I introduced myself and this man said, oh, he said, I'm actually coming from a conference and it's a conference that it ended up, he, he told me, I asked him a little further what conference and he ended up being a speaker at this conference, um, from a church that we had recently been introduced to in the United States and he was one of the speakers at the conference and we were really just being fed by this uh, church's ministry, just a a large church in the United States that's had incredible influence and um, and it was amazing at the time for me to to meet this man and he actually began prophesying over me and he didn't know I had a daughter but he began to prophesy about my daughter and um, just gave me words of encouragement. And it was like this unexpected reward from the Lord, this last flight that I had been on. It was as if the Lord said, well, now it's your turn. I have something for you. And this man brought such encouragement to my life. And it was an incredible, incredible journey. It took over 24 hours to get to our friend's in Tennessee. And normally, had it been prior to us just recognizing this revelation of the incredible plans that God has for us, the fact that our flight got canceled, the fact that it got delayed so much would have ruined our time. We would have been so disappointed that we lost a day with our friend. But because of what we knew and because we believed what the Lord promised us about his plans being good for us and prospering us. We chose to bring that encouragement to others. But at the same time, and I'm going to come around now to that angel that was with me that I didn't even know was with me at the time. This angel's name is serendipity. And This example that I just shared with you is such a great example of just the serendipity of God. This angel, um, I began to know this angel about four years ago and realized that this angel is in my life and and I see uh, things, her working in my life um, and things happening in my life like this often. And... um, and it's for me to actually explore and um, be encouraged in when things don't go my way or don't go or go unexpectedly what I perceive to be the wrong way. Um, what situations that might become stressful, I immediately recognize that this angel walks with me and that this angel um, opens up doors for me and um, is a huge blessing to me. And and without that understanding and without knowing that, and even just being able to step into the scripture of uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, I would not experience the unexpected uh, things that I experience through serendipity. So the the definition of serendipity, like if it, you just look it up in the dictionary, is it's something good or fortunate that happens as a result of luck or chance, which 
I know it's not luck or chance. It's always just the good things that God has for us, even when we end up making a mistake, taking a wrong path, making a wrong choice, um, or things end up not going our way, or we bad things happen to us, that there are these things around us that God has for us that are serendipitous, that are good, and that have value and treasure in them if we will just look for them and choose to lean into this word of him having good plans for us with a hope in a future. And so I just wanted to encourage you today that perhaps maybe this, you recognize this in your life. Well, know that I believe there's an angel <laughs> that's just waiting to walk with you called serendipity. And, um, and I believe that if you look for this angel and if you you look for these things that God wants to bring into your life in those times of the unexpected that you will find them. So encouraging you today, have a good day. Look for the good and unexpected serendipitous bounty of the Lord. Bless you today.